Hello, everyone. Welcome back for the next episode of the Sunday Podcast. We have just wrapped up with Thanksgiving, and so hopefully everybody had a wonderful holiday and are looking forward to starting the new year. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like 2019 has just been going by so fast. I I feel like I just got used to writing 2019 really well, and then now we are about to be going into 2020. It almost seems unreal to even say that. Time is literally just flying by. We have less than 30 days left and we will be in the new year. So with that said, I wanted to talk today about how to be successful with resolutions. I know many of us start the new year out by taking some time and reflecting on what we are looking forward to and making New Year's resolutions. Sounds cliche, but I know a lot of people do it. I personally do not do that as a, a regular thing. I don't know if you know that's necessarily good or bad, but I just don't do resolutions. It's kind of like, you know, some years I might do it, some years I don't. So oddly enough, we were just talking about this um, the other day and um, my husband, Anthony, was asking me, you know, are you ready to, to talk about your New Year's resolutions? Are you making your plans? You know, what did you do last year? And I was like, um, I didn't do resolutions last year. So then I was trying to think, what did I do? So I promise you, I had not even really thought about it. But last year we went to um it was like a watch night service kind of thing that we had at church, but it had lots of other fun activities. And one of them was making a vision board. So the kids and I, we all said, okay, you know, let's make a board. It was a little bit hard because it was a lot of people, you know, people were going through tons and tons of magazines. And if you haven't really thought about what you want to put on the board, it was kind of a challenge because you were just kind of flipping through magazines and waiting to see if something kind of popped out at you and then was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can put this, you know, on my board. So I did the board. I had it in the bedroom over the fireplace behind a picture, like resting up behind a picture. So really not even paying attention to it at all. So in preparation for this podcast, I thought, oh, let me pull out my vision board and see you know, what did I have on it? Lo and behold, I had the words YouTube, podcast, cricket, promotions, leap of faith, two pictures for one that says to travel the world, the other to take a vacation, and then one big picture that had Oprah cooking in the kitchen. Now, I remember when I put that picture on, my husband was like, well, why do you have, you know, why'd you pick a picture of Oprah? And I was like, well, it wasn't so much a picture of Oprah, although I do love Oprah, but it was more so of her um, cooking in the kitchen and something that I've always kind of wanted to do, which was why I put YouTube on, was to do kind of like a cooking show. Not that I'm a great cook or anything, but I just thought it would be fun to chronicle that so that's always been something that I wanted to do and once I started this podcast I thought okay I'll definitely um you know move it to YouTube as well um do some Facebook lives where you know I'm just kind of 
cooking in the kitchen, going over maybe a quick meal, maybe involving the kids, that sort of thing. I am in like shock right now because last year, I don't remember being that involved with podcasts. So for me to even put that on the board is kind of crazy. So I'm kind of shocked about that. I know I listened to podcasts um, probably more so in the last year or so because, you know, I work an hour away from home. And so just to kind of kill, you know, the time while I'm driving, I'll listen to Audible and mostly podcast if I'm not listening to some music. So I enjoyed them, but I really did not recall last year having the thought of that I would even do a podcast. So, you know, maybe if I had been paying attention to this board a little bit more, I would have done this a little bit sooner. But hey, I'm counting it as a a win, a victory there because I did have a couple of things that kind of came to light. So I want to really talk to you guys this week about how to be successful with resolutions. So to start it off, the first thing I want to talk about is planning ahead. So, you know, we're looking at this is the start of the month of December. So you have a whole month to really start thinking about what you want your resolutions to be. So we don't want to wait until December 31st or even to January 1st to be thinking about what the resolutions are. There's a a saying that comes to mind, um, a dream is just no plans without um action or just dreams or plans without goals that's it i think it's plans without goals or just dreams so you really have to have goals in mind so you need to think about it and really be intentional about what you want to do and it's not just kind of a haphazard you know kind of light thing like oh yeah this year i do this or i do that you really want to think about it plan ahead that's going to help you to be successful Okay, so the next one is kind of a couple of things um, kind of put all together. So you want to be realistic. Start small, make resolutions that you think you'll be able to keep. So definitely, we don't want to do some big grand idea like I I have a goal to be a millionaire by the end of next year. So not saying that it's impossible, but that's a pretty grand goal. And if you are starting from zero, you might want to think about doing some, you know, incremental steps before just shooting straight to a million. So make sure that your goals are realistic and break them up into steps. Maybe you do, instead of going to a million this year, maybe you just want to do a quarter of a million, something that's going to be attainable, but all that's going to really be based on what you're trying to achieve, and then what things you have that are going to help you along the way to reach those goals. Okay, so here's one that I like, and it is change one behavior at a time. And so for me, that kind of struck a chord because I know in the past, which might be part of the reason why I haven't been consistent with making resolutions is because you tend to start off with doing a whole lot of you know, resolutions, you have a whole lot, a whole lot of goals. And a lot of them are things that you really can't all start off at the same time doing and being successful. So I'll give you an example. A lot of people will say their goal is to lose a certain amount of weight. 
for me, I've had that goal a couple of times. What have would have been some of the barriers for me? One, in addition to me just being a little bit lazy, I will say I'm a little lazy, but I really like to sleep. I like to rest. I'm not a morning person per se. Like if I could really start my day around eight o'clock, like waking up at eight, that would be ideal for me, but I can't. So I have to start my day pretty early. With that said, I have a lot of things going on in the day, activities with the kids. So it was always a challenge for me to find time to go to the gym and work out. So, you know, I tried, okay, getting up early. We had some, you know, equipment, treadmill, weights, all kind of stuff. I was like, okay, I'll just go down in the basement. I don't even have to leave the house to work out. But it required me waking up early and not just, you know, once or twice. Like I needed to do that consistently. So maybe instead of trying to go right into, oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to do all these other things. Like the first thing might be waking up early on a consistent basis. It might not even be that I'm waking up and going to work out, but just getting my body used to waking up early like so for me that would be a goal that I would definitely have to work towards because there are many days I just cannot pull myself out of bed any earlier than what I'm already doing and another example for that there have been several times I think I may have passed the the sleepy gene on to my daughter I will go and wake her up to get ready for school and I will watch her get out of the bed and so I'll turn around walk out of the room And I'm noticing, uh, I don't really hear a lot of action going on. So I'll go back to check. She will either be on the floor, like bent over, like she got out of the bed and just slumped over. She's fallen back asleep or she's gone to the closet to like get her clothes or whatever. And she's asleep on the floor in the closet. And so, you know, I'm like, sleep is important to a lot of people. So it might not even be so much that you are, you know, waking up and automatically jumping into activity. You have to just start with small baby steps and just getting yourself used to waking up early. Okay, so then you've got you a couple goals. The next thing you wanna do is share it with your family and friends. And so this is gonna come um, into play when we talk about accountability. So we know accountability is big even in the workplace, but also personally, especially when we're looking into having goals and being successful with our resolutions. We want someone else who knows about it, who can kind of keep us in check. So if we don't have anybody who knows that we're trying to do something, then it's almost like, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal if we don't do it. But if we know, you know, hey, Karen is going to be checking on me. Karen knows that I said I want to do that. She's going to be watching, you know, watching out. Maybe she sends you a text at 5.30 to say, hey, how's it going? Just to make sure you're up. Um, Maybe if you go out to lunch, she's somebody who can say, oh, you know what? You said you were gonna be cutting back on, you know, eating so many fried foods. Maybe you wanna get a salad today or something. So somebody who will hold you accountable or people who will hold you accountable. So the more you share your resolutions with family and friends, that helps to bring in that accountability piece. So then along those lines, the next thing is you want to ask for support. So a lot of times we make resolutions and we try to do it all 
on our own accord. We don't seek help from, you know, anyone else. We just think it's a resolution. It's something that we're going to do. So we just take charge and say, okay, we'll figure it out as we go. But we don't really have to do that. Not now. We have access to so many resources on the internet or just reaching out to friends and family on social media. Someone always knows somebody who can put you in touch with somebody else. So ask for support. Don't try to go this alone, especially if you're serious about, you know, really reaching your goals. So now you're off to a good start. You have a list or you have an idea about what you want to do. You're keeping it small. You're being realistic. You're only changing, you know, one behavior at a time. You have family and friends to keep you accountable. You're asking people for support. Now you want to track your progress. And so being in the education field, data is important. So we're always looking at what does the data show us? And then based on that, what adjustments do we need to make? So let's say, you know, the weight loss one is an easy one because that's one that's very common. So let's say that's the one that you're working towards. After a month, if you are not seeing a lot of progress, then you want to look at the data. Are you tracking calories? Are you cutting out, you know, fats? And if you are, how's that, you know, affecting your caloric intake or, um, you know, are you eating foods that are going to give you energy before you work out? Um, you know, there are lots of things when it comes to working out that you can do to see if you're making progress or not. And if you're not, like if you say, you know what, maybe I've been working out a little bit, but I haven't changed my diet at all. Then that's some data. You might want to make an adjustment there and change your diet. But it could be something else. You might say, you know what, I want to get a different job. I'm looking to try to get a promotion or some type of advancement. Okay, what are you doing towards that? Are you setting some realistic timelines such as, you know, by a certain date, I want to have sent out, you know, 10 resumes. That might be a bit much. Maybe you scale it back and say, okay, five resumes by a certain date. When that date comes, then you need to look and say, okay, did I do the things that I needed to do to be able to send out those five resumes? If not, I need to make some adjustments. What, what do I need to do? Do I need to contact a resume writer? Do I need to finish taking some classes so that I can have a certain certification on the resume that looks good? Do I need to have that done before I send out the resume? So you just want to make sure that you are tracking your progress. And if there are some areas where you are not quite hitting the mark, make the adjustments so that you can work towards reaching that goal. So that's a good segue into the next one, which is break your goals into manageable chunks. So like I said, if you have a big goal of a promotion, you might have some smaller chunks that include finishing some classes, getting that resume together. So you may have to contact somebody to write the resume. You are sending out a certain amount per month. You're trying to get so many interviews in a certain amount of time. You know, manageable chunks that are going to lead you to the goal. Those are the things that you want to keep in mind. So you don't want to just say, oh, I have this big target and Either I hit the target or I don't. It's always, or it's not always that simple. Sometimes there are 
little small steps that get us closer to the target that is where we need to have, you know, maybe some more of the focus rather than just looking at the final target or the finish line. So after you've done all of those things, then you want to reward yourself. So a lot of times we can get, you know, pretty critical of the progress or maybe lack of progress if we think that we aren't doing this well, but you have to think about when you make little milestones. So maybe you didn't lose five pounds in a month, but you lost one or you lost two pounds. That's still some progress. You're closer than where you started. And so don't be so critical on yourself, but always be cognizant of the progress that you are making and reward yourself. I'm very big on rewarding myself for things. So I definitely agree with that. You make a little bit of progress or something, and it might not necessarily have to be that it's a, you know, oh, big reward. You don't want to do something that's going to be detrimental and and set you back progress. Like, oh, I'm going to go out to Cheesecake Factory and get, you know, this cheesecake that's 2,000 calories for one slice. You might not want to do that, but, you know, maybe it's a small purchase or maybe it's a day that you say, you know what, I'm going to sleep in. I've been getting up early for two weeks and... On this, you know, one particular Saturday, I'm going to reward myself by sleeping in. It really just depends on you, but it needs to be something that's going to continue to be motivating for you. And you want to keep doing those things. We have some tips that can help you be successful. Now, what are the ways that you can actually track what your goals are? So some people write them down. They have an extensive you know, list of what the goals are, what their steps are, or like I mentioned, you know, what we did um, last year was to do a vision board. And I've done a vision board a few years back, um, probably five years or so ago. Um, And I think it's, it's good, especially if you can do it in a smaller setting where you are a little bit more focused and they actually take you through the steps. So it's not a thing of just, oh, let me just get some magazines and start flipping through the pages. You really sit down, you think and talk about what your goals are, the steps that you want to do to reach them. And then you start looking for the pictures that can kind of match up with that. So I think a vision board definitely gives a good visual. And that's something that you can do if you don't want to, you know, be the type of person that writes everything down. I think that or um, just to kind of piggyback on that, too, you know, there are several apps that you can get nowadays where you can track your goals. There's actually um, one that I did maybe a couple years or so ago. I think I still have the app where you can actually create a virtual vision board. So once you have all your thoughts, you can put it in. So example, if you are, you know, for mine, if I was thinking about a cooking show or something, I could type that in and I get all these pictures related to cooking, cooking shows or, you know, whatever. And then I could just save the picture and, you know, make it a part of my board. So lots of different ways to go about tracking your goals. Something else to keep in mind is that you want to have a positive attitude. So definitely when you're setting a goal and as you're going throughout the year doing things that relate to your goal, you want to make sure that you have a positive mindset 
because mindset is going to be very important. I know there are some people who think things like positive affirmations or just kind of, you know, oh, just fluff. There's no real merit to it. But if we think about um, for those of us who, you know, read the Bible um, or are familiar with, you know, some verses, there are lots of different verses that reference, you know, keeping your thoughts positive, the things that you say, you know, that come out of your out of your mouth being positive, um, just thinking about positive things. And so when you think about that, then that just goes to kind of reinforce how important your thoughts are. So you need to make sure that you have a good mindset once you really start finalizing what your goals are and as you move through the year just how you even think about yourself how you think about your goals and how you speak about yourself and how you speak about your goals always thinking positively so I'll have to be honest I really was not planning on doing a vision board or writing goals for this year I was just going to say oh you know what I'll think of some stuff and when I come up, you know, as I come up with a goal, then I'll start working towards it. But I am, you know, somewhat inspired by this vision board that I found because I really honestly did not remember putting those things on the side. So the YouTube podcast cricket had no, I didn't even think that I was thinking about that at that point. So For those of you that know me uh, or follow me on Instagram or Facebook, um, on Twitter as well, you probably have seen that I've posted, you know, just some different crafts because I kind of got involved with cricket last year. And um, I, you know, just kind of been following people on Facebook that were, you know, making things. And that's how I kind of get involved with a lot of stuff. If I see something, I like it. I'm like, oh, I can do that. I'm kind of like that with, you know, with jobs and stuff. I'm like, oh, I can do, I can sell real estate. Yeah, let me check that out. So with the Cricut machine, I saw people making all these really cool things. And I always kind of like crafting. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a Cricut and start trying to make some things myself. So definitely have learned, you know, lots of things along the way as I've been spending time learning the machine and using it. But um, it's just really, you know, I'm just really surprised that I even had that on there or even the whole thing about the podcast. I'm really blown away by that because I know last year I really was not thinking about doing one. um, But I guess at some point it must have crossed my mind that maybe I could do that. So because I did, I like listening to them. And as you probably know, if you listen to podcasts, a lot of it is just regular everyday people talking about topics that many of us can relate to so I'm like yeah I could do that and I'm kind of like that with a lot of things I feel like I can probably do a lot of things if I take the time to find out about it research about it you know the more I learn about it and it able to you know execute it well so you know I may have to go back to um, the vision board for this year because I'm kind of inspired by now uh the promotion part did not come we did take a and it says to take a family vacation we did do that to travel the world Eh, didn't go out of any place too far this year but um 
you know, definitely something to keep on the board. Maybe if I had seen it, I might have been working towards it, but I didn't even remember that I had that on there. So I think a vision board might be the way for me to go this year. I'll have to see if I do an actual um, paper one or if I do a um, virtual one that I do with an app again. So you can be successful with resolutions. Just have to remember planning ahead is going to be key. Making sure that you have um, realistic goals, nothing that's going to be too extravagant that you can obtain. Ask for help. Tell friends and family so that you can have some accountability. Reward yourself. Track your progress. Make sure that you are making adjustments where you need to. But if you keep those things in mind, I am sure that you can be successful with your goals by the end of the year as well. All right, so we have come to that point in the podcast where we are ready for our word of the day. And our word this week is vicissitude, vicissitude, V-I-C-I-S-S-I-T-U-D-E. It is a noun, two definitions. The first one, a change of circumstances over time, especially in one's life. And the second mutability or change from one thing to another or in a cycle. Your sentence examples are, no one can escape the vicissitudes of life and we all must adapt to the changes they bring. The second, plants and animals are continually going through states of vicissitude and entering new stages of life. So as always, try to see where you can work that into your vocabulary for the week. So that will do it for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for your comments and feedback. I've been hearing that you guys have been liking my special guest. So we may have to have him come back and visit a few more times. We'll see. Um, He's trying to get pretty cozy into co-hosting, but I don't know if we're ready for a co-host just yet, but we can allow him to be a special guest for a little bit longer. So continue to send your comments and feedback. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at the Sundry Podcast, on Twitter at Sundry Podcast, or by email at the Sundry Podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check out the Facebook page for lots of new and exciting things that are going to be happening for some sponsored ads, you know, go and support those and also to see when we are scheduling for some of our Facebook live sessions. So we definitely want to have you interacting with us on those. So be sure to check out the Facebook page for all of those updates as well. All right. Until next time. See ya.